overcoming life's toughest issues. Amen. And so we find ourselves back in Matthew chapter 26. Let's go there this morning. Amen. We find uh, that our context that Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. And he's facing one of the toughest issues that he's ever faced in his life as a man, even though he was God. And yet, uh, he had the courage to keep going in spite of how he felt. Amen. And so we find ourselves now in verse 38 today. Amen. And it says, then he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch hmm, with me. Keep watch with me. Amen. I want to talk about this morning overcoming life's toughest issues, part three. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your grace. Thank you for your mercy and kindness. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Lord, I'm praying this morning, God, for your power and presence. Lord, one day I'll be judged for this preaching. This work will be tested one day. I pray that it would be, it would come out like pure gold. I pray, Father God, that today's preaching would go forth to give you glory. I pray for the hearts and the minds of each and every person here today. I pray, Lord, that you would speak a word that will transform us, that will change us and put us where we need to be in this Christian journey. Thank you for the encouragement, Lord. We love you today. We praise you. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God will last forever. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. You may be seated in the presence of an almighty God. Amen. Uh, thank you, ushers. <clears throat> We've been talking about overcoming. Uh, many of us in this journey, we've had to face some tough issues. I don't know what issues you're facing this morning, but I will say to you that life is full of issues. Uh, life can deal you issues that you were not expecting. It could be a loved one. It could be an issue in your family. It could be an issue in your faith. It could be an issue, amen, with friends and issues will show up. But the one thing that you and I must remember is that there are ways to handle issues. There are ways to overcome issues. Oftentimes, we lose faith in the process. 
and we give up in a sense mentally and spiritually and we find ourselves, amen, not responding correctly to the issues that we face in this journey. I don't know about you, but as long as I've lived, amen, I know that there are times when I don't handle my issues correctly. I told you last week that you can't face your issues alone. Amen. I told you that uh, you have to be honest with yourself about your inner pain. There's no reason to fool yourself. If you're hurting, you're hurting. Amen. If you're hurting, then you got to know who to talk to. Amen. Then lastly, I told you last week that you have to rely on God's word. Jesus was quoting scriptures. I told you he was quoting Psalm 42. He's getting ready to go to the cross. He's about to give his life as a ransom. He knows what the Romans will do to him. He knows that there is pain ahead of him. What do you do when you know there's pain ahead of you? What do you do when you know that, amen, that this cross, you have to bear this cross? And I'm not talking to you about avoiding your issues. I'm talking about overcoming your issues. And sometimes the only way that you can overcome it, amen, is if you face it. And so Jesus picks two disciples, amen. He picks James and John, amen, and Peter and John, and he brings them with him because he understood that he could not face this thing alone. See, oftentimes what happens is we're trying to figure things out on our own, but it's real important that you ask yourself a question in the issues that you're facing in life. Who's helping you? Who's advising you? Come on, somebody. Who's encouraging you? Who, who is talking to you as you go through these issues in life? And oftentimes, it's not that you have to share everything with everybody, but you got to be careful that too told you that at the beginning of this series that you got to be careful who you share your issues with because sometimes your issues may not be prayed for amen you may be judged and talked about amen Jesus finds himself here in the garden of Gethsemane and I told you last week that is a place week before that I told you it's a place of crushing and sometimes we find ourselves right there in life. We find ourselves, you know, in that place where we've been crushed and the place, amen, where we cannot find peace. But yet Jesus went to that place. He's preparing himself to face the toughest issue of his life. And I'm talking to somebody here this morning. It's been years you've been avoiding your issues. Come on, somebody. And I'm not talking about issues with other people. I'm talking about issue with you. Because sometimes the problem is not other people. Sometimes the problem is you. Are you with me? 
The text says, in verse 38, he says, Then he said to them, now what Jesus is doing now, he's opening up. He says, he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved. Now, now let me say this. The soul, suke in the Greek, the soul is uh, the mind, the heart. It's used interchangeably, amen, for heart and mind. But I want to say this to you today. This type of grief that Jesus is facing, he says his soul is deeply grieved. He's sad. And I want to say this to you this morning. Uh, Jesus knew what he was about to face, but the first thing I want to tell you if you're going to face life's toughest issues is that you have to keep a clear mind. Come on, somebody. You got to keep a what? A clear mind. No matter how much you've been hurt, don't allow the hurt, amen, to distort your thinking. Don't allow your, your hurt, amen, to cause you, amen, to start thinking Amen. In such a way where you lose sight of what your assignment really is. And I want to tell you this morning that God has a plan for all of you. God has a plan for your life and that life, amen. Listen, it's not, it's not exempt from trials. But if you have a clear mind, then you can think through clearly. James says, consider it all joy. When you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Now, Jesus here, he's about to face the cross, but, but he's grieved. His soul is deeply grieved. Now, what was he grieving for? He was grieving about what he was about to face, but he was also grieving for you and I. Because he understood the magnitude about what he was getting ready to do. And oftentimes when we're facing life's toughest issues and our minds are not clear, we can't pray about anything. When our minds are not clear, amen, and it's full of clutter, amen, because of the soul being grieved, don't allow your hurt to change your mindset. Because sometimes we can allow our hurt, amen, to cause our minds to go places that it should not go. Are you with me? He says, he says, my soul is what? Deeply grieved. Look what it says next. Look what it says. To the point of death. Now that word death means sorrow. Now here's the thing. Jesus came to defeat death. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and what he's saying at this very moment, at this moment in his earthly life, he feels the way that some of us feel when we're facing some difficult issues. Come on, somebody. But we can't get answers. But we know that, you know, things can't change right now. Listen, this word to the point of death carries the idea a sense of destruction, misery, 
it implies both physical death and washes exclusion from the presence of the Lord. I don't know if you've been that sad before. I don't know if you've ever been to this place before, but I want to tell you something. The next thing you got to do when you're facing life's toughest issues, you got to know what to do when you reach your breaking point. My next point. You got to know what to do when you reach your what? Breaking point. Jesus was at his breaking point. But can I ask you something? How did you respond the last time you were at your breaking point? <laughs> Amen. And isn't it amazing how issues can cause you to get to the point, amen, of no return? That's what he was saying. I'm at the point of no return. But he's, he's still God. He's still in control. He still has everything going for him. But what Jesus was showing us is his humanity. And there are times in this journey, if you don't have a strong prayer life, amen. And, and here's the next thing. And if you don't have a strong prayer partner, amen, it's going to look real tough. But I thank God today that in spite of the issues that I've had to face in life, I know my breaking point. And I want to tell somebody here today, it's time for you to get off the edge. It's time for you to walk back a little bit off that plank. Amen. Because you're at your breaking point. But I want to say something to you. Don't get to that place where you ruin everything that you've worked hard for. Come on, somebody. Everything that you've sacrificed for just because you are at your Come on, somebody. Is that deep? Watch what he says. He says, now watch what he says to the disciples now. He said, now, now you can't take everybody in the prayer closet with you. Matter of fact, you can't take, you can't really share everything with everybody because some people who you think is praying for you, they ain't praying for you. They're not even happy for you. They may smile at your success. Amen. On the outside, but they're frowning on the inside. Are y'all with me? You see, when you face life's toughest obstacles or life's greatest issues, what you have to do is you have to have a clear mind. Know your breaking point. And the third thing you got to do is stay alert spiritually. Stay alert. Listen. The moment you put your Bible down, some of us, our prayer closet been empty for a long time. Come on, somebody. He says, listen what I want you to do. I want you to remain here and keep watch. Now, that word watch, what Jesus was asking them to do was to stay awake. You don't need people who are praying for you that love sleep. Amen. I don't know about you, but, but has anybody ever prevailed for you in prayer? And I'm talking about staying up for a long period of time praying for you. Think about that for a minute. 
I know I've prayed for you. Amen. I know that much. See, but if you're not alert spiritually, you'll think it's you. You'll think that the attack is on you when the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in high places. But if you don't have a clear mind, how can you stay alert spiritually? If your mind, if our mind isn't clear, amen. See, the caution needed against anxiety resulting in fear is to stay alert spiritually. That's the caution. Stay alert, what? Spiritually. Read your word. But he's asking to them, he's asking them to remain here while I go over there. Watch what he says. He says, remain here and keep watch. Watch what he says, with me. See that last phrase? I think that last phrase got me. He says, I want you to, watch this, I want you to remain here and keep watch. In other words, you need someone who's willing to do exactly what you're willing to do when you're facing, come on somebody, life's toughest issues. You need somebody. My last point is, here's the question. Who will pray with you? When you're facing life's toughest issues, that's my last point. Who? will pray with you. And if we are in the body of Christ, and if we have, listen, we can talk about a lot of things, but when is the last time you asked another fellow member, you know what? Come on and pray with me about this issue that I'm, you know what, I'm facing this issue and I need you to, would you join me in prayer? Would you join me in prayer? Listen, this is a very delicate sermon these sermons have been very delicate because th this is preparation for where we're going. And, and Satan is going to try to bring the issues to stop you from making progress. Can I ask you something? Are you wrapped up in your issues tonight, today? Has your issues caused you to lose focus of the bigger picture? Amen. Because oftentimes we're so wrapped up in the issue that we get to the point, the breaking point, to the point of death. He says, my soul. Now, he was talking about the non-material part of him. Listen, sometimes you look good on the outside, but I don't know what's going on on the inside. And if the inside is not matching up with the outside, then you and I are fooling ourselves. I can smile in your face, but the question is, what do I feel on the inside? Jesus was honest with the disciples. He says, you know what? Let me, let me open up to you brothers and tell you what's going on. Here's the, here's the deep part about it. They still didn't really understand what he was about to do. See, nobody knows your issues but you. 
And somebody here today, I want to say this as I close. No matter how tough it may look today, you got to remember this. You will make it through this.